ad form. He now has a business model that's diversified across three main sectors, his trading model, which makes up 50% of his revenue. His fastest growing model is his data model, which makes up 10% of his revenue, about 100 customers that pay between five grand and 50 grand a month. And then his last model, which is his ad serving model, which is more his transaction and as you go, makes up 40% of his revenue. Uh, in 2010, they passed the million dollar mark in revenue. In 2017, they're now up to 750 employees, 18 different offices. They would love to hit 50 to $100 million in revenue here in 2017. This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit sold mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Many of you listening right now don't have time to listen to every B2B SaaS CEO that I've interviewed. If you want to get access to the database I've created with year-over-year -year growth rates, customer accounts, margins, and many, many other data uh, metrics and data points, you can go to getlatka.com. Here's the thing, though. This that database, I keep it to myself. It's so freaking valuable. And to preserve the quality of the data and make sure that the people that have access to it have a true advantage, I'm only letting 10 companies on each month. So we're full this month, but you can go to getlatka.com to get on the waiting list for next month. And look, there's big people on the waiting list. I mean, the biggest VCs you've ever heard of. You've probably heard of them. They're big, private equity, billions and billions under management. So it's an impressive waiting list. Go get on now at getlatka.com. Hello, everybody. My guest today is Gustav Melanton. He is the current, well, currently, he is the founder and CEO of a company called Adform in the ad tech space. Before that, he was an engineer. He was in the investment banking world, got an MBA. He was at Bain doing management consulting. He's been all over the place. Most recently, he just got back from a European holiday. Gustav, are you ready to take us to the top? Thank you very much. Thank you for putting me on the show. We were joking. I was saying your profile picture, your hair is short and you're clean shaven and you go on a little European holiday and this happens. <laughs> well, I was, I was in the middle of the, of the Swedish forest for uh, yes, uh, a European holiday, size of a holiday and a lot of, th a lot of stuff can happen. That's awesome. Was that, was that just pure leisure or was it business related, like a company retreat or something? So no, it, it was it was leisure. Uh, it was that was one week of, of going to Tokyo in the middle of it, where I did have to to trim my hair a little bit and then do a little bit of combing it. But uh, <laughs> now I'm back and um, yeah, that's so, great. Uh, All right, tell us about Adform. What's it doing? How do you make money? So we do. We are a tech company. So we we have, we develop a, a, a ad a ad tech platform with a number of different applications on top of it. So it's around ad trading. It's around data profiles of, of of users, and it's about the actual serving and creation of the ad. And what what's your revenue model? Is it a SaaS play, or you're taking a percentage of spend, or what's the model? Yeah, so so it is it's, it's it's a mix. So we typically do a percentage of, of spend on the trading model, uh, on 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 the data model. It, it it's more of a of a of a monthly fee, um, and on on the ad serving, uh, it's it's more of a kind of a yeah, more transactional kind of you per usage model. But it's all kind of uh, application and software that's installed on our servers and run run centrally from our servers, right? But business model varies a little bit. Um, between the different uh, the, the different businesses in the data model sector, what's the average kind of monthly fee folks are paying you? Uh, average fee. So so I think anything from 
from around uh, uh, $5,000 uh, a month up to something much higher than that as well. But like what, 10K, 100K, a million? 10K, 50K. Okay. Um, would be, I mean, 50K is a good, it's a good, uh, it's a good contract. Okay. Would you say that, that like an average would be somewhere, I mean, call it 20 grand per month is a good average? So again, just just to give you a little bit of of, of, of an overall picture of, of, of the of, of how the business is is kind of constituted. So so most of the business today is actually in the trading space. So most of most of the revenue is coming from there. What percentage um, of the revenue comes from there? Yeah. So that and that's that's mainly on on the percentage model. The, no, no. What the, what percentage come of your revenue comes from the trading model? Um, around fifty percent. Okay. And then what about the data model? And the data model is, is the fastest growing part of the business. So it's a product we launched just a couple of years ago. So it's definitely the fastest growing, but it's probably down to around 10% of the, of, okay. of the actual business. But a lot and of then, the growth is coming from there. Okay. Lot, I mean, it's, it's a very strategic product to us. I'd say in, in most conversations with new clients and onboarding new clients, that what we lead the story we lead with is around data because that's really what's on the CMO's mind and it's the best way to initiate a, 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 yeah, the client journey, right? Yep. So just to break that down 50 percent of your revenue is coming from your trading model which you make money from a percentage of spend 10 percent of your revenue is coming from your data model which is your fastest growing people paying between five and fifty grand per month for that and then about 40 percent of your revenue is coming from your ad serving model which is transaction more per usage based yeah, so that's the actual, you know, the creative suite, the, the ability to whip up, you know, a, a creative within a toolkit and then activate it on, on, a, on a site, on a mobile or whatever, uh, with with the actual serving of the ad, right? So it's kind of more the infrastructure kind of uh, model. It's not so, so transactional, but it's more like the whole workflow and ability to, to manage your creatives. Mm -hmm. Now, before we kind of jump more into your story, when you launch the company, you know, things like that, the, the percentage you take, I know that there's kind of industry standards around this but on the model where you make money the trading model where it's a percent on spend what does that typically average out for you like 10 percent 50 percent somewhere in the middle yeah so i would say let's say around 10 percent right of okay. course the, it's the, fairly the low um i think i mean it, it depends how you look at it i mean i think 10 percent. i shouldn't say this but i think it's a pretty healthy margin on, on spend uh i think yes there are people who do 50 percent, but yep. i think that's totally not sustainable and it's a different business model than ours ours is 100% transparent so people know exactly what they pay and how they pay it and we, we think I think 10% is, is, is a good is a, is a healthy I think over time I think it's hard to imagine industries where the middleman takes out a lot more than, than 10% for facilitating the, the trade yep uh, okay take us back to the story here what year did you launch the company in so we launched the company. It goes goes quite a lot, quite a few years back. So back back in 2002 in, in Copenhagen, three engineers, uh, as you, as you mentioned in, in, in the intro. I mean, uh, with a bit of a mixed background from consulting and, and, and banking and engineers and so on, they just thought you know we, we we needed a little bit of a change and and we were kind of looking at a lot of different industries and, and one that looked really amazing was just the ad industry and the way that it, it's like a 500 plus billion dollar market where at, at, in those days one percent or so was digitized and everyone knew that over the next couple of decades you know everything was going to go digital so there was like this huge flood of of this change, huge change that was going to happen, everyone knew it, and it, it, we just thought, well, we want to be in the middle of that. So that was really kind of the the, the, the starting point of it. And what was first year revenue? Do you remember? Uh, I, I remember. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember how low it was? <laughs> 
yeah. I don't think uh, revenue can't be negative, right? So it was probably zero. <laughs> okay. So it, it, uh, we, yeah, we didn't. In the beginning, we were just dabbling around, really trying to understand what was going on and speaking to people. So we did a little bit of consulting that brought in, you know, a little bit. So we, we, we you know, normally just joking around, you know, moving up the ladder in, in, in the supermarket. So being the guy collecting the bottles to then you're sitting in the. Yep. In, in have the, you have you guys passed a million? Have you had a million dollar year yet? Sure, sure. When was that? What year did you pass that magic milestone? A uh, million dollar revenue a year. Um, what, seven years ago, I would guess. But 2000? Yeah. Well, yeah, 2010, right? Yeah. Oh, sorry, 2010. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm way off. 2010. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you're like wait, am I, was I in the forest? Yeah. <laughs> in the history of the world, decade is nothing. Right there. No, that, 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 it, so it was a while ago. Um, I mean, today we're around 750 people around the world with, with 18 offices. So, so we, uh, you know, really a lot of the growth has come within the last five, six, seven, eight years, right? Yep. Um, have you raised capital or did you decide to bootstrap? So, um, the first like seven, seven, eight years was all bootstrap. Uh, and then we decided to take a little bit of money just to, for, to do the international expansion and so on. Uh, so we took in some, and I, if, I mean, I think overall we've taken in equity just around five million uh, and, and debt around twenty million. Okay. Um, Walk me through. Was that like typical venture debt from Square One or Silicon Valley Bank, or how'd that work? Well, typically, I mean, it's it, it's it was Nordic venture money, so it's coming out of the biggest pension fund in Denmark. Actually, that ha they have a little little dabbling around with a little bit of that kind of investment, so they have a little fund, a uh, very good fund. I mean, called Via Via Equity, uh, and and they decided to invest in us back then, not a huge amount, and, and but but still, you know, enough to kind of give us a little bit of confidence to to expand a bit faster. So, Gustav, just to be clear, to date, from between two thousand two and today, twenty seventeen. You raised five million dollars in equity financing and an additional twenty million on top of that in venture debt from Nordic Venture uh, money. Yeah, so so the, the the debt was actually from another pension fund, uh, but yeah, but but yes, Nordic uh, from the Nordic region. Yes, got it, got it. Very interesting. And what, so, what were they typically venture debt? They're, they they have to have something to back it up against, and usually it's like receivables or things like that. What, I mean, what did what did you put that against, or what's the interest rate, or like how do you handle that kind of debt on your company? Yeah, so we don't. It's not backed against anything. There's a lot of clauses, and I cannot remember them all. It's, it's, <laughs> Nobody it's, can. Relatively complicated, and and, and I know that I've known know that I've signed my life away ten times during all these negotiations. And, and at the end of the day, it's a lot about trust. A lot about you know knowing these people who've been around for a long time that have a good reputation. They know that you know will not screw you unless unless you screw them. So so I think I think it's a lot about that. So so um, but but it's not backed as such. It's not asset backed. Uh, as such it is really just a contract of debt with a lot of different stipulations of, of what we can and cannot do right and is it all readily available for you like that's in your bank now or you just you you, you pull that out as needed well they were eager to push it into our bank account as soon as possible we were trying to hold it back yep. uh, you know we didn't need it all at once so we we found a way to do it but i mean that was really the mechanism because as soon as they decide they want to they want to they want to release it they want to go kind of counts the counts on their books right so they just want to get it out there and working keep keeping it on their books is really bad business for them yep you're you're rare in that you've gone from a company that was you and two kind of two other folks at the beginning to you've scaled to 750 employees typically there's a ceo change or there's big changes happening uh, i mean how have you for, in 2002 how old were you 
Uh, oh my god! So 2002, I was I was 36. 36. Oh my god! Okay, I you look super young. How old are you today? You're you're in your 50s. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm I'm 50 now, yeah. I'm 50 years old. That's amazing. All right. That's funny, yeah. But uh, it, 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 I, I typically when I go to the venture hangout, whatever, I am I am one of the only guys in the room. That's for sure. That's amazing. <laughs> even in my company, even in the company, you know, out of 750 people, I think there are like two people that are older than me. So that's. Uh, but but you don't look. But yeah. you look nowhere near. I mean, you look like if you shaved, you could be my age. That's my favorite app. Is the filter on my sky you know, that makes you look ten years younger. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right, um, look, I, these numbers are super impressive. I want to. I'm trying to figure out kind of the right questions to ask. To, things you can share that nobody else can. So, you, you, again, you scaled the 18 offices, 750 employees. I mean, did did you? Are you still managing all the recruiting and meetings yourself, or how did you start to scale that? Well, I, I think it, it, it is a lot about building the team, right? So, I mean, we, we have a much broader management team today, and we've, uh, I think we were up to like 12 people now in the management team. So, I have a COO who's who's really dealing with a lot of the, the actually kind of running the business and making sure that the ends meet. And there's a CFO who, who is responsible for, for, for that whole side of it, um, HR, uh, you know, C-level HR person and so on. So, so of course, today, I think it, it's, it's a lot, it's, a, it's super different to what it was. And, and sometimes you can almost kind of miss it that you're involved in everything. Nowadays, it's a bit like, you know, uh, I know I shouldn't. You, you want to jump in deep in, in all kinds of places all the time, but, you know, it, it, it really doesn't scale. Uh, so so that's been a, been a big change. And I think in general, just kind of formalizing the business and, and, and getting structures in place and processes in place and stuff like this has, is, is kind of one of the things that we are definitely working on a lot now, right? So it's a little bit of a different kind of set of challenges we have now compared to, compared to before. And you mentioned that kind of this data, this data play you have is kind of the fastest growing. Um, what year did you, did you, and I think you said you launched it about 17 or 18 months ago? Yeah, so around a couple of years ago, we launched the, the DMP as a, as a standalone business. So What's that stand of, for? Uh, sorry, uh, yeah, one of the, it, it, it's, it's a terrible industry when it comes to acronyms. We just throw around random acronyms and then <laughs> we assume that everyone knows what RFP, it means. RFP, DMP, but... <laughs> We just came out of our people for a DMP. <laughs> but DMP means data management platform. So it's really where you where you collect data, where you manage the data, and you segment the data, and you you can activate the data through that platform as well, right? So that's really that's really what what yeah the, the, the short story around what, what that does for you. And how many customers do you have on that platform to date? Um, oh my God! So. Now, that's, there's got to be a bit of a guess, okay, but I, yeah. I would say maybe... Um uh, maybe hundred, a hundred ish. Okay. Got it. Yeah. So these are, these are, I mean, these are more at a five to $50,000 per month price point. These are very much fortune 1000 kind of enterprise sales. Um, I wish they were all like for, for, yeah, I think a lot of them are, are probably a tier below that. We, we have definitely have that kind of company as well, but a lot of them are, are probably a tier below that as well. Got it. And what's your, what you guys, when you have the, the big holiday party at the end of the year, you know, the virtual one, everyone, all the offices are calling in and you're toasting. What's the, what's the revenue we number? Them, huh? We still fly them in. You fly, you fly the whole team in? <laughs> yeah. Holy mackerel. We do, 
One month from now, we're going to have 600 people in one location, and we're going to have live band, and it's going to be, it's, it's the week, but we make it more than just a party, right? Just to be fair, right? I mean, we fly people in, we do have like a week of, of summits, of, of kind of, you know, all kinds of meetings and the workshops, and we have like a show where everyone demos the coolest stuff they've done through, throughout the year. We have people on stage, you know, presenting, we have all the product guys up there, and, and then, you know, it all ends up in a big, huge party with the live band, and everyone goes bananas, right? Well, I'm not. I'm not publishing this interview unless I get an invite. Then. That's amazing. So you fly. Yeah. Okay. So what is the what I was leading to there? Okay. Let's say you fly everyone in for the holiday party at the end of the year. What's the revenue target? Where if you hit it in 2017, everyone's going to be like, it's a stretch goal, but it would be really exciting. So, uh, so we don't want to publish, but let, let me just say it, it's somewhere between 50 and 100 million. Yep. Uh, uh, somewhere in 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 in, in there, uh, and uh, yeah. So 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 we definitely communicate that very clearly to people, and, and uh, you know, if we hit it, we will, we will uh, we'll have a, a couple of extra bottles of champagne. Did you break 40 million in 2016? Um, yes. Awesome. Um, so. Yeah, we, we brought, yeah. Or close to it. Yeah. Well, I think it's actually probably public, those numbers. I'm not sure. Okay. So, so, uh, so yeah, uh, euros or dollars or whatever, it doesn't really matter. These you're days, right? still, though, I mean, uh, Gustav, based off your funding history and everything, I imagine you're, I mean, you, even with the company size, you are the major shareholder, correct? Um, I am one of the major shareholders, yes. Yeah, or one of the major. You, you started, you said you had two other co-founders at the beginning? Yeah, yes. Got it. Very cool. Um are you, is, what is your, are you married? Uh, was. Was, okay. What it, well, okay. So I have two kids. You have two kids. Okay, well, so I have a question for you. Uh, and, and we can go a different direction if this is, if this doesn't make sense. But um, was one of the reasons that, that that answer was in the past versus in the present because you kind of had to choose the business or the relationship? Uh, I think that would be a little bit simplified. Uh, Certification of, of, of is there attention between private life and, and, and there is, there's no doubt about it. And I think having having traveled around and lived in a few different countries, uh, you know, with the company and, and you know, lugging my family around it probably hasn't helped. Uh, but I think, you know, saying that's it is probably somewhat a simplification line. Are there any lessons you can pull out for other folks in their 30s and 40s who are married, maybe newly married, and they're feeling a pull between crap, I want to go on in my business, but I have family responsibilities? How should they be having those kinds of conversations when you look back on your own story? So, so I think I think we all have to get our priorities right, and I think I think at the end of the day, what are we going to remember at the end of the day? Is it whether the company was this that big, or is it the the, the relations we get? So this gets slightly small to maybe, but of course the the, the 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 interpersonal relationships have to have to be the most important in your life. I mean, I, I would I would say. But then again, I mean, I, I don't think it's, I mean, I don't think it's the, you know, end all be all to, to keep your marriage alive. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I think there are other ways of, of, of having great personal relationships with friends and with your, with your kids and so on. But I think, you know, you, you cannot sacrifice, you know, that you're a human being and what, what makes, what makes you tick and makes you happy is, is the personal relationship, right? But is it, you know, the end all be all to make sure that you keep, uh, you know, your marriage alive? I mean, I think that's a personal decision, but I, but I, I think it's, yeah, it, but there is a conflict, there is no doubt.
Guys, big news. Last month was a huge month for the company I recently acquired, which was www.thetopinbox.com. I liked the company so much when I met the person who created it. It lets you send emails later on Gmail, set up reminders like snooze almost to keep your inbox clean, do things like send auto follow-ups and do open tracking so you know when your emails get opened. It's great if you're in sales or CEO or trying to be more productive. So listen, I bought the whole company on the spot and I wanna tell you how I did it. I've showed the deal, by the way, to big, smart people, private equity firms, VCs, and they're dumbfounded. They go, Nathan, how did you do this? We've never seen a deal like this. How did you do this? So I did an unbelievable deal and I wanna show you the income report. So for me to send you the income report, go to www.thetopinbox.com click the red button that says install this on Gmail. And when you do that, my email will appear. It'll appear in a little uh, Gmail pop-up window. Send me an email and I'll reply immediately with the income report. And you can see how I'm buying and growing small B2B SaaS companies. That's www.thetopinbox.com. Totally free to try and use. www.thetopinbox.com. Yep, awesome. Gustav, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Um, so I think one that I liked was this Brené Brown uh, about uh, vulnerability. I thought that that's a bit different, but I think it's, it's cool to read. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Um, so I'm a huge fan of Lego. So I think uh, Jörg Nilstorp, who took, who took Lego from being almost bankrupt to being to being last year, you know, the, the greatest, the most, what are the greatest brand in the world? I think that's that's an amazing achievement. And still being modest, I think that's cool. Did you see the Lego movie? Yeah, I haven't seen it. No, but Gustav, you got to see the Lego movie yeah, if you're a man, Lego. I'm gonna do it right now. I'm All right. Now, I'm watch it. I you. <laughs> Since you don't have enough on your plate already. All right, number three. Yeah. What's your favorite? Uh, uh, sorry. What, yeah. What's your favorite online tool like HostGator? So just having come back from holiday, I think I think one I was using was Vivino, which is a, a really cool app for looking up wines and reading about wines and just you know you photo the label and you can look up exactly what you know read everything about it in your hand and what it's worth and so on. So that's that definitely come has come in handy over the last weeks. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you every night? Uh, well, so I tend to go to bed way past midnight and get up whatever six thirty, so a little bit too little, but trying to catch up on, on holidays. So what do you think, like five or six? Six plus. Six, six plus. Six and yeah. All right, very good. And uh, you mentioned you're now single. You've got two kids, and uh, you're recently 50. So last question, take us back 30 years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Um, so... Um, so I think I think yeah, advice is yeah, um, yeah. Be bold and 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 go with what 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 you think is right, but also kill kill your darlings, right? So it's a little bit of that 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 duality. Guys, there you have it from Gustav. Be bold, kill your darlings. Back almost 20 years ago, he founded Adform. He now has a business model that's diversified across three main sectors. His trading model, which makes up 50% of his revenue. His fastest growing model is his data model, which makes up 10% of his revenue. About 100 customers that pay between five grand and 50 grand a month. And then his last model, which is his ad serving model, which is more his transaction and as you go, makes up 40% of his revenue. Uh, in 2010, they passed the million dollar mark and revenue in 2017 they're now up to 750 employees 18 different offices they would love to hit 50 to 100 million dollars in revenue here in 2017 gustav thank you so much for taking us to the top thanks a lot have a great evening